This is Work Perks Podcast number 15 with me, Brian McCammon. This week is part two of our interview with head of people for the United Soccer League, Rachel Buxar. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Rachel, welcome back. Thank you so much, Brian. Very happy to be back. I know. It's, uh, it seems like just, just yesterday we were chatting, and that might have potentially been the case. You know, here it is uh, the last several months. I think we've all effectively lost track of what day of the week it is. Uh, so we'll just go with that. You know, as, as we think back to our conversation from last week, we were unpacking and getting into so many great details about what does it mean to work in sports? What are the challenges? Uh, you know, where are some of the areas of opportunity for the United Soccer League? Uh, you know, and, and the last thing that we had really hit home on was a pretty big and broad topic, the impact of COVID-19 and, and what that has done for USL to to change and, and shift sort of the direction and the thought processes. Uh, so that's where we ended the conversation last week. Is there anything else that you can think of that you'd want to add before we, we continue moving forward and dive into all things perk related? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I would de- definitely just say COVID-19 has been challenging on multiple fronts, right? For multiple reasons. But when we look at how we responded as an employer, right? And one in sports specifically, how we responded and how we evaluated and really came together with medical experts, right? Our players, our coaches, feedback from fans, feedback from our member clubs. Um, We were really able to band together and find very unique and innovative ways to get back on the pitch. And we really look at that time as a time where we were presented with a challenge, one that we never saw coming along with, I'm sure, the majority of the rest of the world, right? But we responded in a way that when we reflect, we're really proud of what we were able to do. And although uh, clearly, right, speaking present day today, as we're talking, we're not out of COVID-19, right? Even though much time has passed, um, we are still really proud of the work that we've done. And now it's time that we're reflecting on 2020, because at this point, as we stand today, our 2020 season has closed it, has closed and has concluded. And we're looking forward to um, ramping our 2021 season and taking the lessons that we've learned, tweaking things, learning from things we could have done differently and moving on to 2021, knowing that it will likely still not be our normal season, quote unquote, right? Pre-COVID times. Um, but how can we still continue to grow the sport of soccer, connect communities, allow our fans the opportunity to really engage with a sport, a beautiful sport that gives them some time of their day to just disconnect, enjoy competition, enjoy elite competition and these elite athletes that put on a really compelling game. And that's really what we're looking forward to as we move forward. And of course, as... As our local USL team, uh, as their their name implies, right? Just zone out and be rowdy. <laughs> right, exactly. Zone out and be rowdy. Let's get crazy. Zone out for about ninety minutes. Enjoy some great competition, um, and then you know you you get back to reality. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, 
definitely been there. So as we as we keep expanding and, and, and unpacking our conversation about what is helping to set sports um, apart in a different path, uh, you know, one of the things that you and I had chatted about uh, was some of the unique perks that come in the sports field. So I'm curious not only to hear your perspective on what some of those are, uh, but also what role does that play in creating a conducive environment for really achieving that mission uh, of building the USL? Uh, Also bearing in mind that we know that the financial resources of professional sports aren't always on par with your Fortune 500, Fortune 100 kind of company. So I know that that's a multifaceted question, Curious to get your thoughts on on those pieces. Yeah, I think from a generic perspective, right, when we look at perks and where we are and where we want to go, it's important to keep two things in mind. We really want to own who we are and what we do, right? And we are a sports league, USL. (laughs) So we really own that. We don't try to be anything that we're not. Um, A lot of our perks surround soccer, like free tickets to local games, really for us, any USL game, family and friends, things like that. Um, The FIFA room that we have in our office, (laughs) which is when we get back to the office, uh, which is very enjoyable, right? You go, you play a game of FIFA, disconnect for a little bit with your colleagues, Um, We have soccer balls flying around that office at any time of the day. We actually genuinely love the sport, even if you're one like myself, like we talked about last week, who did not necessarily grow up in the sport, have this long professional, um, you know, history in sports or soccer. We really love to just enjoy competition, right, with each other and even outside individuals. So, It's knowing who we are and owning that. And then it's also not trying to be something we are not at the same time, as you alluded to. It's being really innovative, understanding that we don't necessarily have the resources of these Fortune 500 companies or these tech companies or healthcare insurance and things like that. So it's what can we do to be really innovative with the resources that we have to make sure that we are allowing our team to enjoy unique perks. And a couple of those, like I said before, are the tickets to games to really enjoy the sport and get your friends and family involved. We actually, being in sports, which was my first time enjoying this perk, which now I can never see myself without, given the way our season runs, our office shuts down from the time standardly, right, of Christmas Eve through New Year's Day. And that's a time for us to take time off. I mean, unless, of course, something massively comes up, we're always connected. But to where we can all enjoy the office being closed, the majority, if not all of our member clubs also shut their front offices down to allow everyone time to refresh, reconnect, spend time with friends and family and look forward to the next year, right? And the next season, because as you know, Brian, and as I know, working in professional sports, when we are in season, it is a grind. It is all hands on deck. It is um, long days, right? So we know when we get back, we're coming off of this time of 
hey, it's not just a slow time, quote unquote, we actually close down. And it's nice to know that we're all enjoying that time off as a collective. So that's a really wonderful perk that is pretty common outside of USL. It's just common in the sports industry. Um, In addition to that, for us, some things that we really focused on in 2020 were things like adding impact day, which is a day for our employees to take a day off of their choice to get involved with any social cause or charity that they wish. So it's not something that we dictate, you know, you have to take X day off or this day off. It's a day that they get to choose because what is important to that individual is likely different than what is important to another individual in our organization. So they have the choice to use that time. Um, And it's great. And that's really a theme as we look forward and we talk about perks. And one thing that's that's very important to me that I want to incorporate more, and I would love, a lot of companies have done this, but I would love to see USL and even more sports companies and organizations do this, is adding the ability of choice, right? Benefits are crucial. Organizations, USL included, You spend a lot of time evaluating, getting feedback. A lot of money goes towards employee and team member benefits. And I've always always noticed there's a miss there when we just have like a standard, right? This is benefits. Here's what it is. And of course, you have that in some regard. We only have certain medical plans and what have you. But we have employees, maybe some employees would like an extra five days of vacation versus having a merit increase, right? What resonates with people is different. And when we have carbon copies of benefits packages, I feel that we're leaving a little bit on the table with what each individual may see as most beneficial to them. So what I know a big, um, priority for me as we look into, okay, what are going to be our benefits as we move forward and as we scale, what types of things can we start putting together to say, hey, you get to choose X, Z, or Y benefit, which do you prefer, right? So I think that that's a really exciting thing as we move forward. But um, yeah, we've been so excited to, to recognize some of the cool, unique benefits that come with sports and and look at what what can we do in the future. And a big thing for us has been partnerships, right? With cool brands like Puma um, and other partners of ours, Clear Audio, which gives us inherently um, some perks and and things like like gear being decked out and some cool gear um, in the sports industry is always always really nice as well. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that there's inherently a lot that comes with a sports organization, I think it's very important that we use all of those perks that come inherently to us. And we hold that with a lot of responsibility, right? Because you can't, you can't rely on that. You really have to think outside of the box and think, how can we compete? Even though our budgets could be very different, what are some things we can be doing um, that can set us apart? Like, having a FIFA room and and having employee events and things like that, that really band us together. We're looking forward to hopefully uh, being back together as a group soon, um, as soon as we can, once once it's safe to do so. 
Oh, absolutely. It's it's fun that you mentioned the uh, the FIFA room. I remember this only happened once, and I won't say who did it in the off chance that someone <laughs> of importance is listening, but uh, someone had brought in a um, Nintendo Wii, and they had hooked it up to the, uh, we'll call it the Jumbotron, right? Which at the time happened to be one of the bigger ones in all of professional sports. And Wii Bowling became a thing um, on arguably the world's biggest uh, big screen TV. So those things are so much fun. Uh, when you have that FIFA tournament amongst all your, your, uh, your league office employees, you let me know. Um, I'm horrible at FIFA. I'm, I'm average at video games, but I'm, I am all in. Um, okay, kind of serious question, though. You mentioned soccer balls flying around. Have you ever had a workplace injury that's resulted from something like that? Knock on wood, no. Um, we've had close There's calls on equipment. <laughs> um, so the equipment um, has has almost become victim of this. But, you know, the, the rule, I mean, speaking from me and being an HR is – you know, they, it's got to stay on the ground <laughs> we have to get on the ground. But uh, you learn very quickly to always keep your head on the swivel. I've been magged a few times. I didn't know what that was before I came into the office. And then I learned very quickly um, to keep my head on the swivel. Keep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure you don't keep too much distance or else you're going to get made by a soccer ball. And then it's going to be the talk of the office. <laughs> I, I'm just in, I'm envisioning someone walking in like Yeti in hand, no top, cup of coffee, half asleep, like it's a Tuesday morning and just bam, you know, yeah, like you, you, <laughs> have to, you have to be on your A game. The second you step in those, those office doors, you definitely want to be on, on your A game. Um, I've had a few even like hit your office door when you're not expecting it. <laughs> oh, um, there'd be, there'd be choice words uh, coming out of. <laughs> coming out of uh, my office if, if, if I was there mostly because I can startle easy. Um, <laughs> and I usually have adverse reactions when I do startle easily. And that adverse reaction is in the form of very colorful cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have to come over and, and say, Hey, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let's tone it down guys. Let's tone it down a little, a little less. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned something and, and, and I am curious uh, if you could shed some light on this. Uh, you mentioned things like free tickets. Um, that's a huge thing. That's a huge perk, right? To be able to go to the, to any sort of uh, uh, local game, um, have some partnerships or some, you know, uh, handshake, wink, wink connections with other places where you can, you know, get ins for football and concerts and all that. Uh, is there a financial component, like a, a tax things? Like, is this like a free benefit? I'm just kind of curious what the background is of, of that. And if you can, uh, you know, explain that. Yeah, so it's really through partnerships with our member clubs, right? Each club, as we talked about before, they're independent um, organizations. So it's really just partnership with us and those member clubs. And we've been so fortunate to allow them to really welcome us. So when we have free opportunities to enjoy tickets, it's it's a little unique how it happens, right? It's not necessarily a seat. You have a lot of standing room, availability. 
we obviously, when COVID was going on, we we come at the end of that list of, sure. of those few um, seats that can be taken from the general public or our member club seat. Um, but it really is a perk for us. So the way that it works internally is we work together and receive any requests and we work with that member club to see what is available for our team. Um, and, you know, it's, it's definitely a perk that I think is really hot in the beginning of employment. <laughs> and then sometimes uh, we don't get a lot of requests as we, we move into the season and then through the end of the year. But what is really cool is that, especially for, for local teams, when you know our local Tampa Bay Rowdies is, we will try in a normal season. Again, I speak of pre-COVID right. times. We will try to get even a few people together because it's we could have a few, few of us at the office go and enjoy a great match with great clubs um, that always put on a fantastic show and fantastic competition. And it really allows us to band together as a front office. And it, like we spoke about last week, is it it reminds us and it shows us for, for those of us who do not work in operations, the work that we are doing, whether it's HR, whether it's graphic design, right, communications, the work that we do has an impact with our clubs being on the pitch and every fan, every supporter, every player, coach, parent of player, what have you that enjoys that sport too. So when we go and we experience these live events, it really puts things into perspective for even if you're not on the upside and you're not on the pitch, you don't see it day to day and you're working in a front office or a league capacity, that you have a tangible impact on that game happening. So that's always a really great opportunity for us to, to remind ourselves of, of why we do what we do, why we put the hours in that we put in, and why it's so important to always stay proactive in how we can be the best possible league that we can be. I'm thinking as you were explaining all of that, my, my mind couldn't help but wander and think back to not my first opening day, but my second one. My first one, I'd only been in sort of in the fold for a few months, but that second opening day, sports is one of the, the, the more unique fields, same as entertainment, well, like we'll kind of lump that in with entertainment, you know, TV shows, movies, concerts, uh, where you can see, feel, hear, experience the end result. And it's a very unique opportunity, as you mentioned, to say, I can see the fruits of my labor. I can tangibly understand my role. If you're a, you know, if you're a software sales guy and you helped a, an enterprise company implement a new, you know, CRM system, you're probably not poking around their office and hearing people jumping for joy going, CRMs, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and you don't really, you don't really receive the feedback when somebody looks at a bottom line and says, oh, we saved X or we made more. And, but you, you go into that, that venue and you can instantly see, feel and connect with the work and the work ethic uh, and, and everything that you've done, uh, you know, the more that I think about it, it's like that in and of itself is possibly one of the biggest perks. Uh, you know, as we think back about how so many sports people, uh, we all have that same sort of commonality, right? Being builders. Um, 
as we think about some of these perks, right? Soccer balls <laughs> flying around a FIFA room, having, having free tickets. Um, you know, what, what's been the feedback from people that are either new to sports or perhaps they're new to soccer um, when they learn about some of these things and, and they have the, the privilege to experience them, uh, you know, for a first time? What do you, what do you hear? What, uh, yeah, what do they I say? think, I think genera- generally, right? The feedback's always positive. Um, and the cool thing is for people who are not used to that environment, maybe, or this is their first time working in sports, working in professional level at a professional level league sport, right? Is, oh, we've never, I've never experienced that. Or I've never been in an office where it is so open and it's so vibrant and there's all these things going on and you, I can go have a FIFA match really quick for 20 minutes with my coworker just to like disconnect from my computer. Right. Or you have world cup matches playing all day in the office when that's going on, or you have matches on the TV and you have stadium seating and I can just pick up and tangibly move my, I'm not tied to my desk. I'm not tied to my office. You can go wherever you wish. Um, It's always a benefit because again, I think, that we all enjoy flexibility. I think that that is a common thread of what we all enjoy, whether it's professional or personal. So where we can add that flexibility, um, we want to do that because it comes down to flexibility and it comes down to choice again. And I hope that we implement more things that allow for choice, right? Um, Because that's huge to to what resonates with somebody. And yeah, we get feedback all uh, very often about other benefits we can implement and we take things under consideration. To be fair, not everything works for us, right? We can't implement um, a certain benefit and be like, take it whenever because we know through season, it's all hands on deck, right? <laughs> like right. There's certain times and benefits that work for us in our business. But I think the unique thing is, again, it goes back to owning who we are. And if we can do it, it makes sense. It's going to add to morale or flexibility. Um, we, we It would behoove us to make sure that we are evaluating that and implementing them where we can. And listen, changing it too, if it doesn't make sense, if something, that's the beauty. And that's really what I have found to be a wonderful reason about the impact that I've been able to work with USL on is that the beauty of being with an organization such that we are is that we are able to have decision makers, again, in a normal circumstances, in one office, in one room, we can evaluate things very quickly. We can talk about something. We can see if it makes sense. And, and it doesn't take a million steps for us to pivot either. I've been in organizations where, you know, it takes 18 signatures to get a different office chair. And you're like, oh my goodness, I'll just stay with what I have. (laughs) Like, no, no, no. That's really what we pride ourselves on is our, our executive team, our CEO, our COO, our president, our EVP, they have done a phenomenal job in putting together really talented subject matter experts in their areas and saying, come to us with what you think we should do. Let's talk about it. And if we're able to do it, we can do so in a very quick manner. And if we need to pivot, guess what? We can do that too, right? So that's really a beauty of being with USL. Um, And a perk that I think is 
pretty unique to us. I can't speak for other sports organizations, but um, that's what's wonderful about having 65 really talented individuals in a league office that are bought into a common goal. And we're not all completely spread everywhere or completely disconnected and working in silos. We gen, we work together. We make sure that we're looking at things from all different perspectives. I think what's, what I find really intriguing about that, and, and you, you brought that point to light there at the end, is you've got 65 people, you said, about, right? So about 65 people, and you're all, work, you're all on the same team, and you all are crystal clear about what your, your goal is. I've thought about this before. It, the point I made a few minutes ago about how it's, it's unique in entertainment where you can tangibly see what it is you're working on. It's challenging to have that kind of camaraderie and, and razor focus on, on a goal or a task when that outcome is not either as clearly defined or as noticeable. If I go back to that CRM example, you know, and if I'm a salesperson at mm-hmm. Salesforce, HubSpot, uh, insert, you know, whatever system is out there, uh, it's a lot harder. You know, I mean, we know what the goal is. We know what the mission is, but you don't see it, feel it and interact with it the same way. Uh, so it's, it's really, it is, it's really interesting when you, when you bring up those points about how, uh, you know, it's easy to get everyone together aligned, um, mm-hmm. from a, a work ethic, a productivity, um, decision-making, uh, you know, and, and streamline it. And, mm-hmm. and because everyone is moving in the same direction, I'd anticipate, and I have experienced to, uh, you know, to a, an extent it makes so many facets of the decision-making process on all fronts. It just cascades down. It's easy. Um, I mean, I don't want to say like anything is easy, right? There's a lot of hard <laughs> things that we, that everyone has to do in their day-to-day life, but it, it becomes so much easier to just make the decision and go um, and, and achieve great, uh, great outcomes. Uh, funny story about the chair. I had a similar situation. I ended up buying my own. I just was right? like, I've done it before too. You're just like, okay, I don't mean to cause so much work for everybody. I will yeah. just, I will take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I ran into that. Um, I've run that in that too. Not in my sports organizations. Yeah. Um, I always had a chair there, uh, but in, in other orgs where you're just like, I'll just take care of it myself. Right. I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Going back to your kind of common goal, tangible results is it's such a good point because I, every time we see a USL match on TV or live or just see it through our clubs, right? A USL match. Every time we welcome a new community, a new club in our network, we t- we take a step back and we say, wow, we were a part, a group that were able to assist in making that happen. And it doesn't happen without a really strong front office league staff. And it doesn't happen without really strong front office member clubs, talented players, talented technical staff. It takes all of us, the community to buy in, um, to welcome these different clubs and within their communities has been, the response has been enormous and we get to really, really sit back and, and be a part of something that's so positive in times where 
there's a lot of a lot of challenging and <laughs> negative things happening, right? So um, I'm just super proud of what we've been able to do as an organization, and I'm so grateful to the communities that have welcomed us into their backyards. Okay, so we're back after a brief technical hiatus. Uh, I apologize. Uh, okay, so as we're as we're thinking about all of these. Uh, you know, these different things that the USL is able to offer, the member clubs are able to offer. Uh, how does all this impact when, when your field, uh, maybe not your field, but, but when you're, when the league office, when the member clubs, when they're going after the, the best and the brightest in the marketplace and saying, uh, either we have this opening or we, you know, hey, so-and-so, we want you. How does this stuff impact and and when does this come into play knowing that you're not always going to be in a position to pay top dollar? Uh, You may not be able to offer every little thing that the rest of the competitive marketplace has for a variety of reasons. Curious to hear your thoughts around, uh, you know, what role that that uh, some of these other things begin to play. Yeah, I think it's such a great question. And I would say it really is dependent on the candidate, right? Uh, When I am approaching roles and talking about perks and going after really top-notch talent, if they don't, if the candidate themselves, they don't experience any tie, it doesn't have to be to soccer, right? But to sport or to community or to really banding in our common goals and mission, then we likely will not will not finalize a deal like that, right? Because we own that we may not be the top competitor in every traditional perk, whether you look at traditional perks saying, okay, what do you have to offer me in compensation? Are you gonna pay for 100% of my benefits? What is your vacation package? Yada, yada, yada. Um, where we find and where we really see talent is the people who are genuinely bought into our mission, our vision, and who, again, going back to our last week's conversation, who are builders. You you can be the most technically talented individual and have a million accolades, and that's wonderful. And you will find a wonderful organization that you will exceed upon. That's not necessarily what we're going after. For us as an organization, we want somebody who is passionate about our core mission and vision, which is to build communities and grow the sport of soccer in North America. And no matter what your area of expertise is, if you don't find some kind of personal connection to that mission and feel really excited and passionate that USL is in a growth phase and we're in a phase where we're really making an impact in the soccer ecosystem. If you don't connect to that in any way, um, you, you we don't necessarily want to make sure that we're trying to target that individual, right? We would much rather connect with individuals who do find a connection with that. And that's usually what assists us in closing that gap a bit, right? So outside of those traditional benefits. Um, but again, we try to to really own who we are and, and talk about what we have to offer and what differentiates us. And a lot of that comes down to the impact that an individual is able to have in our organization, speaking firsthand for myself, as opposed to what they may have in an organization 
organization that is much larger or much more structured in saying, we do it this way, we want you to do it this way, just rinse and repeat. We really don't want to change or be proactive, right? We are the complete opposite of that. So if an individual is looking for that impact or looking for, I do want to be a part of something and build something and be able to look back and five, 10 years and say, wow, I was there at a time where, you know, we were growing and we were building our team and I was able to implement X, Y, and Z. Um, that's really what we're looking for. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it, well, it does. I, I, you know, I think the, the big takeaway is there's not any one thing that you can sit there and hang your hat and say, this is one area that we are, we're head and shoulders above everybody else. Um, but it comes back to identifying, um, you know, identifying with what is it that the USL is trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And if you are a, um, a team first, mission focused kind of person, and we can use both of those terms, team and mission, yeah. you know, loosely interchangeably with, with many other things in life, you're going to feel like a, a big part of a team and a community in, in that role uh, versus one where perhaps the end result of a, of an organization or a business is not nearly as transparent or, uh, easily seen, touched, felt, experienced. So I, I think that's a, it's a brilliant answer. Um, all right, we're, we're in the home stretch here. So what is, if, if you could, uh, actually I'll flip the script here. So, okay. If money, time, uh, and administration, those big three things, no object. Doesn't matter how much it costs. Doesn't matter how hard it is to do. Um, doesn't matter what it takes. What would be one uh, one perk as best you can, right? Narrow down that you would love to see the USL, and we'll we'll keep it a little, we'll keep it narrow, right? League office. We want it to go member clubs. <laughs> but what is something you'd love to? What is something you'd love to see the league office incorporate? Again, knowing money, time, and administration isn't a thing. Wee, what a great question. Um, gosh, if all those three things were not a thing, right? I'll give you like my, yes, if all those three things were not a thing, and then I'll give you my answer for, you know, maybe a more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Answer. So if the if the three things were not, were not, no factor to us, I would love for USLHQ, right, to have, a massive front office where we can have great perks like on-site gym and on-site pitch, right? Maybe like a mini pitch where we can host like youth things and community events, even just for our team to get out there and actually have a soccer pitch to to kick balls around, not the front front office um, environment. And um, on site, have things on site, right? Whether that's health, um, um, child care, or more how like a health kitchen or something like that. A lot, and you see that in big front office, right? Like the Bucks have a compound; <laughs> they have right. that, that um, ability to do that. So, if those things were no object, right? Time, money, administration. I would love for us to have a really and really as a standalone front office environment in space where we can have a lot of those extra benefits that 
are just not available to us as right now we're kind of in a conglomerate, right? We own this kind of floor space in a much larger um, office building. So that would be really cool to see. And those perks would be huge as a front office staff. If we say we have an on-site gym, um, that's obviously free to you. We have a mini soccer pitch that you can get out there and is open to you at any time. We have on-site child care, just making all of the different aspects that we have in our own personal life a little more easier, especially when we're back in the office full time, right? right? Post COVID um, it's taking care. And for me, I would say uh, pet care, <laughs> right? But it's, I like that. There we go. Taking care of those things to, and making your life holistically just a little easier, just a little easier, right? So if I don't have to run out at 6 p.m. because my dog, I have to make sure I get home for my dog, but I can make know that he's taken care of and everything is good. It just, if we can alleviate a little stress so we can focus those energies on our common goals and mission, any way we can do that is beneficial to us as an organization. And I would like to think that it's beneficial to our employees. Now, if we look at something maybe a little more realistic because that's <laughs> us changing office spaces, right? And into having a multi-million dollar compound for you, for our HQ. Um, I would love at some point for for us to potentially offer some sort of sabbatical, right? I think to allow employees time to um, know that, you know, they can do personal ventures that fulfill them maybe outside of just their professional work environment. I think that is so important to us you know, when we look at speaking in HR, you know, HRE kind of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, it's important to make sure we're hitting those and making those a little more attainable on all fronts as an employer. Because we all know the old adage, we spend more time <laughs> at work and doing work than we do at home. And, and what personally fulfills us, if we offered some sort of sabbatical at some point in the future, hopefully, that would allow employees to take that time and really get to enjoy those personal ventures that they wish because they're all they're different for each of us sabbatical i like it (laughs) how 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 long (laughs) right right i'm 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 guessing there's some some self-interest there how long would said uh let's just you know let's go with this how long would would your sabbatical you know get perfect world sort of uh sort of be Yeah, I mean, perfect world, I think, well, I mean, I think at a baseline, if we offer a 30-day sabbatical, you can get a lot accomplished in that time and and personal ventures done. Um, but I mean, I, I you know, you you hear, uh, so there are some companies offer 90 day sabbaticals. The more we can offer, the better at some point. I just think it's really important for employees to know and to understand that we support personal ventures as well and personal fulfillment for them because we it's important that there's an understanding that if somebody is not satisfied from a personal standpoint that can have an impact from a professional standpoint and vice versa right so mm-hmm. again anything we can do 
it's important that we evaluate that and consider it. Doesn't mean it's necessarily going to make sense all the time, but yeah, sabbat- sure. 40 days sabbatical will be, would be great, but um, but anything longer than that is is just cake. And I think, gosh, when you look at when you look at how much time individuals dedicate to their work and to their professional life, having a little flexibility there to do those personal ventures and things that feed us personally, it's crucially important. You know, and, and there's a lot of research out there. Um, I don't know any off the top of my head, so I won't even try to cite it. Um, but, you know, intuitively, right, we know that if we take care of ourselves and we're rested and recharged, we are the best version of ourselves in a professional setting. It's easy then to take the next logical step, which says if we're our best self, we're going to be as productive, provided we have the tools and the resources in the right environment. Uh, So, of course, there's a few inferences along that whole path. Uh, It is intriguing. More organizations uh, don't always look at don't always look at it that way. they're starting to. I think we're starting to see more of that. And, and I think uh, the second half of 2020, the first, you know, couple of uh, the first couple of days and weeks of 2021 has has really continued to bring and drive home that, you know, Brian, the employee, Rachel, the employee, we can't necessarily package our lives to say between the hours of eight and five, eight and six, Monday through Friday, you know, everything else stays uh, and is checked at the doors. We do our best, you know, that we can, but there has to be that harmony of what's going on outside of, of the workplace in order to help us be what's best in the workplace. And then vice versa, as long as we have good things or when we have good things going on in the workplace and we're fulfilled and, and fed in that sense, we have good things going on outside. And I think the sabbatical, that's the first, again, that's the first time I've heard that uh, brought up um, on, on this podcast. Uh, I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, I would almost push to say, let's find the difference between 30 days and whatever universities do. So maybe it's, a, you know, a touch longer. Um, and even then, uh, I'm ashamed to say I started, my mind was starting to wander as you're giving that response going, how could you pull that off? Well, if you're a company, you said you get 30 days, maybe you should get one 30 day stretch during your employment with us, use it or lose it, but you only get one. So it doesn't matter if you're here for a year or here for 30, you only get it (laughs) once, you know, so be smart about it. And it's like, you know, and, and you go, Ooh, that would be, that'd be, it is really interesting. It, it, uh, I, I think it tees us up for again, just have to have an interesting dialogue, which is the whole goal of obviously why you and I are speaking, why we made this a two-part episode. And, and you know, it's, it's to try to figure out how do we make work better? How do we make it more fun? And collectively, how do we all learn from each other mm-hmm. in our various roles, in various fields with our strengths and our weaknesses, um, you know, to achieve the, those common goals, you know, as for your, your, you know, your compound kind of idea, um, I know the Bucks are just right, right around the corner. They got a pretty big facility. I mean, maybe see if you can borrow the the indoor, you know, the dome or whatever when they're not using it. Uh, <laughs> but I would, I would agree. Post COVID, post COVID, then post COVID, post COVID. That's right, right. Or 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 during when it's you know, as long as you're socially distant, wearing masks, and the entire place has been, um, you know, uh, pureled. Hey, now um, as we talk at, at this day, they're in the, they're in the playoffs. They're doing well, so. They are. They are. Uh, (laughs) Fingers crossed. We'll, we'll, time will tell. By the time this episode comes out, we will see. see. Uh, 
But I think to your point, it's so important, right? When we talk about allowing this additional flexibility and, and, and realizing that it's not this set in stone nine to five and all of that, that is key, right? Focusing on, again, it, again, like outcomes versus just are we in at this time? Are we out at this time? And and because you could, I could be in at eight thirty and not be productive at all, right? I think you and I probably have both experienced. Um, oh yeah, individuals that that do that very well um, throughout our professional our professional life. On the flip side, too, I think for us speaking from an employer standpoint, COVID has presented us with a unique challenge in that we, uh, many of us have went remote um, for this time, right? And have pulled pulled everyone out of the office. But I do think that there is a an impact to the culture and to the ability to bring people together and to bring people to a common location and have that dynamic of saying, let's just talk this out really quick or let's do those things. So, so the benefits of being speaking solely of being remote, they're, they're plenty, but there's also benefits to being there in person and having everybody in one area, uh, right. Or decision-making and things like that. I think as we speak today, I think a lot of us are, are experiencing zoom fatigue and <laughs> what mm-hmm. that looks like, because we would have never imagined, um, being here, gosh, almost a year since we went remote in March, um, and, and looking at us still being speaking this way. So I think it's just all about a balance. I think the, the, the takeaway there is it's not one size fits all. You really have to look at your business, your organization, and what's going to work for what your common goals are. And if that's a hybrid of the two, beautiful, because the more choice that we can give our team, again, the better, because each business unit is different as well. And some business units need to be together and they need to have that time in person and some maybe not so much. So I think it's all just about making sure that we are evaluating the right factors and not just having a carbon copy for the sake of having a carbon copy. I think it's important to, uh, uh, to, to draw that distinction. Um, you know, you're, you're having the right things for the right reasons. Right. So, well, I think we've covered just about everything we can possibly cover. Um, something tells me I'm sure we'll have uh, opportunities for some future discussions. So, uh, you know, Rachel, thank you for joining us. Uh, appreciate it. Appreciate sharing your thoughts, perspectives, and insights, um, you know, and, and helping enlighten everyone more about how fantastic the United Soccer League is. Um, you know, I guarantee that uh, you're going to pick up a couple of fans from uh, from listening, uh, you know, that, that are listening in on this episode. So, again, thanks so much and look forward to having you as a guest uh, at some point in the future to check in and find out how is that sabbatical going? How <laughs> is the plans for that massive corporate campus uh, coming and where, of course, people can contribute to that GoFundMe for said corporate campus? So, right. Well, uh, Brian, it is my pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, we've been connected a while now, but really happy that we were able 
able to do this. And kudos to you for starting this. It's such an important topic. And I appreciate the work that you're putting into making sure that it's just part of the conversation, right? The different perks we can offer as employers. And, and yes, excited about what we're doing at USL and what we're going to be doing as we look to the future. Um, and thank you again. I have a lot of gratitude for you um, and super happy to be involved. Well, likewise. Thanks so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the conclusion of our two-part interview with Rachel Buxar, VP of People at United Soccer League. Be sure to subscribe to the Work Perks podcast wherever you are checking out podcasts. And if you feel so inclined, please leave a review. And as always, thank you for your time and attention. We will see you next week.